Welcome to the Water Cooler Podcast. My name is Brandon. My name is Jeremy. I'm Caleb. And I'm Harley. Caleb, welcome back to the United States of America. Yes, it's nice to be back. How it's was your nice trip to, to Ireland? Ice, Ice, Ice Ireland. Iceland. Iceland. Yep. I was uh, hanging out with the Icelanders for five days for for a work trip. Is that what um, they're called? Icelanders? Yeah. Okay. But um, I found that the culture was just naturally comedic. They how kind so, of how so. They kind of had always looked at the funny side of things. Like they joke, like kind of have like small jokes about almost everything that we talk about, which was kind of cool. It kind of brought like a a lighter atmosphere to everything. They're not the work culture is is different. Like in the U.S., I feel like people are um, they. They, they don't have a great balance with work and life versus Iceland. Like life is a huge priority and then work comes like second or third or fourth even. And family is very central to everyone's life, life and lifestyle um, over in Iceland, which I found interesting. Like people take um, a lot of time with their families. They keep it to working only eight hours a day and then they're gone they're hanging out with their family every evening um which i found pretty cool but i mean it's it kind of goes along with the small island culture too like they over like for hundreds of years thousands of years they've just been kind of in like uh they're they're nordic tribes very tribe central and like people and family and friends are everything so it kind of carries to today, and they still somewhat live live out in that way. Um, the people were very nice, at least from what I saw and experienced. They kind of put Minnesota nice to shame. I thought that Minnesota nice was nothing compared to Icelandic nice. People are very thoughtful of one another, and they kind of go out of their way to, to care for one another, I found. But then they also party really hard. We had our company day on Tuesday, and an Icelander or Icelandic rapper showed up at the end of the day, and people just partied so hard, and almost everyone got COVID, except for me, obviously not me, because I was able to fly back, which I found out later on, I had to take a COVID test to get back on a flight back to the U.S., um, which was a little stressful, but... Uh, yeah, I passed that test. Um, there were people still testing positive over the weekend. Um, there were a bunch of people that tested positive Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and Sunday. Um, so I don't know how I didn't get it. I guess I had it like last February. So maybe like I still have those antibodies working for me. How long was the flight to Iceland? It was close to six hours there and it was like six and a half back. I think it was because the jet stream was kind of going against us on the way back. But the flight was fine. Um, I took Iceland Air. And, you know, it's kind of, it's pretty similar to, the, like, Delta flights. Um, you know, you got your little TV, the chair in front of you. Like, everything's pretty much the same. Um, but uh, I 
but yeah, I mean, traveling was super simple. I took, I took taxis to work and back from work. Um, but the, the thing that I didn't like, or kind of the downside of Iceland or at least Reykjavik was, it seemed like there was only one taxi company. Um, so taxis were really expensive. And then the foreign exchange rate was 130 Icelandic. I think it's Corona's to one U S dollar. So like everything was like priced in the thousands and then, you know, so took a little, little math here and there just to make sure I wasn't like spending a crazy amount of money when I was like traveling or buying stuff. I was say, how did buying, how did buying stuff go? Like if you, uh, like, is there, were there any like chain restaurants that you went to there or, you know, chain things that we could relate back to the U S for pricing? Super simple. So are you, wait, actually, are you asking about like the price of things? Yeah. Or so just like if like you, like if you went to like a, to buy something, a McDonald's, like where did you go to McDonald's or a fast food joint there? Uh, no, I went oh, to okay. a few, few restaurants though. And like how much they were pretty comparable. How much was like a burger? Yeah. There? So I think, so I did get a burger and fries and a beer one night. Nice. Uh, my last night there, I went to this cool place that had a bunch of different, like an assortment of small restaurants in one building right next to my hotel. And they had like Chinese, like uh, another place had burgers and fries. And that's just kind of like what they served. One place had like only beer. One place had only wine and a few others. So you kind of had to like go order something and then go order from another place if you wanted a drink. I think I paid for the fries, burger, and a tall beer. I think it was around like... 18 20 bucks us dollar okay which isn't bad like that's pretty comparable i would say i'd say so when traveling did you put uh, that all in like a credit card and then yeah you know, just get reimbursed afterwards yeah to get rack up those rewards so super simple i just told my credit card company that i'm traveling and with everything being digital now um i just used my card the whole time i had a backup card just in case if anything happened which thankfully Nothing, there were no complications, but yeah, just get reimbursed that way. Save your receipts and uh, just email them to the controller. Do you right have to pay any like fees with your credit card since it's foreign? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> shit. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said the name, but whatever. <laughs> That's fine. But a bleep. Rob, um, leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> so. Says was, it again. Says it again, of course. Well, I already said it once. It doesn't matter. It's not <laughs> like they're going to sue you. Yeah, they yeah, they might take this as a promotion ad um, <laughs> and pay me at the end of the day. They, I called a banker, and they didn't have a straight answer, which is kind of what happens sometimes. At <laughs> take that as a note. But they told me that Sometimes I may get charged like a 3% foreign exchange rate fee. Sometimes I might not. I have not noticed it yet on any of my purchases. So I don't know. You might want to look into that. Interesting. Have either of you guys been traveling like since on a plane or, or otherwise during the... The last time I've gone is in, in 2020. Um, so I, I, I don't have any experience in getting on a plane in the last two years. Yeah, I don't think since covid i've touched a plane so mainly all do you touch like, a lot of planes before then yeah. okay <laughs> just with your hands or <laughs> yep. get a feel for it but yeah i've only done like 
I guess road trips would be the better way. Yeah, that's what I've done too. Do you prefer road trips over flying? Um, yes and no. I like the convenience and speed of an airplane, but I don't like paying the price of an airplane. But nowadays with where gas prices are, I think it's probably not that big of a difference. I think if it's 12 hours, it's kind of like a 12-hour drive. It's more than that. Uh, I don't want to do the road trip. Doesn't sound appealing to me. Unless it's like a a national park, like in 2016. Took a little trip out to Glacier, and that's Mm. like a 27-hour drive. But you break that up into two days, do like, I don't know, 17 hours of driving one day, and then a a little short drive of 10 hours the next day. That's And that's all right. It's doable. Um, But like a six to eight-hour road trip is like, that's awesome. That's I love road trips. It's a little bit cheaper. Staying a little bit more local, uh, kind of lucky in the Minnesota area to have some stuff up north to look at. Um, I do like road trips. I think they're pretty sweet. I don't want to take a road trip to like California where it's like a 30-hour drive or like to Arizona where it's like 24 hours. Well, Not appealing. So with Amtrak, I was looking into this because I, I was going to take a trip to Milwaukee, but I got the old COVID before I went, so I had to cancel it. But with Amtrak, there's a train that goes from, you know, Minneapolis to San Francisco or LA. And it goes, it's like a straight shot. I mean, they stop every now and then in like different cities, but you go through Nebraska, yippee. And then you go to, you start going through Colorado and then you go, you start going to the mountains and it's insane. Like the views that you you can have. And really it's not that expensive, like at all to go on these trips. And it's, it's a serene experience here. There's no distractions. I mean, you do work, do whatever you want to do, read, whatever, and have good scenery. There's They have, like, beds in there. There's showers. So I think uh, Amtrak might be the hidden gem. Yeah, I will say that uh, I do want to try an Amtrak. It does sound cool. But we we drove out to Colorado for a honeymoon, and it's the second time I've driven to Colorado and we're both times we were staying like in the mountain area which adds on so much time like I think just to get to Denver it's like 16 hours but to get where we stayed was like another three hours on top of that but if you actually look at the actual distance you're traveling it's not that far really can't drive over a mountain got to go around those suckers and no offense to Iowa but from like Des Moines to Denver there is absolutely nothing yeah but it's not all Iowa no it's just that portion of the United States just that part of Iowa yeah but Amtrak is so it's cheaper and I'd say cheaper than a flight I'd say driving may be comparable to Amtrak potentially because to Milwaukee one way was like 60 bucks for Minneapolis. And then I'm sure going to like Chicago would probably be like 78, but I don't know. But then driving, I'd say probably is pretty similar, at least right now. The thing I am baffled by is how airlines will oversell planes. 
Yeah, I don't get that. With the expectation that some people will miss their connector or just won't show up. But I feel like there's so many more times that it's everyone showed up. And it's like, oh, shit, what do we do now? Well, they've got to have data behind it of, hey, this is the average percent of people who don't show up on airplanes, you know, or maybe to certain locations from certain locations. I mean, they got, they've got data. But I agree with that. But there are times where I've heard of people, because I've seen some airlines where it's like you pay for the ticket and then in a way you're kind of gambling and hoping no one else like that there ends up being at least one open seat because then you get that. But then there are ones where it's like, all right, pay for your plane ticket and then now pay $6 to lock a seat. But I've heard of people, they oversell it that way too. And it's like, I just bought this seat. Like, how can you also sell this to someone else? Because you're banking on one of us to not show up. And I don't get it either because it's not like you get refunds on flights. Like if you cancel your flight, you don't, like you can try to go get, a voucher if you didn't pay for travel insurance or whatever. It's like if you're that airline company, you're still getting paid for that flight either way. You just pay for less gas on the trip because it's one less body to carry around. Have you ever ta- taken the voucher if they're overbooked on a flight? I've never been offered, mm. but I think it's circumstantial. It's actually happened quite a few times on my on some of my flights over the last few years. I don't know. I don't know why it's been often so or uh, happens so often with me but uh there's always someone that's w- willing to take like a few hundred dollar voucher and a free night <laughs> have oh, you taken it before no no i've thought about it but i think i i would depending on you know, if i have situation. a pto day or whatever to yeah or and if i were make like, it work if i were single like yeah i'd be like okay yeah let's get a free night let's go hang out at a bar tonight like <laughs> Use this on some food, you know. Like Let's light out tomorrow morning. Harley, would you? You're Probably, yeah. That's one one weird thing about being an adult. In like, if you were offered that voucher to stay an extra day, but like you didn't plan enough PTO to take an extra day, it's a weird thing to balance out. Or like, if your salary, or if you don't have like enough vacation time, or whatever, if you're hourly, just like having your time restricted in that sense, it's kind of just weird to balance a vacation on that front mm-hmm. just interesting or it could be uh, on the other end of a canceled flight like carly and i were once oh god and you could be forced to sleep at an airport oh. <laughs> dude with no reimbursement mind? why was it canceled whether we were storm. in like tampa florida yeah yeah tampa were we in Wait, tampa, no, no, no. Miami. we were in we're miami Right. So Miami. we flew from Miami to Tampa and then Tampa to North Carolina. Oh yeah. And then North Carolina our flight got canceled because of weather um to Minnesota. And we we did this we we like left a day early from some conference that we were at mm. um because you had orientation. Yeah. But then everyone else that left the day after us got back to Minnesota before us <laughs> because of the weather and the connecting flights that we had to take. But I guess this is harder if you're flying probably, but do you ever pack like 
food to bring with you so you don't have to like eat out all the time oh, all the time yeah i mean if it's something like that where if it's like camping ah uh, definitely like i'll bring food or refrigeratables or i'll pack the cooler full of food for the the trip or get it on the way up or out but no i don't like if it's a, a road trip outside of that i think that's kind of the the appeal of road trips is you just gonna stop wherever the heck you want and eat whatever the, the hell you want yeah yeah kind of so, yeah my my wife and i when we do like road trips we'll like bring a cooler pack with ice put like two or some drinks in there um but then uh um, we'll also throw like sandwich stuff in there and other snacks. And one thing that we did when we went to Duluth a couple of years ago was stop at a local meat shop in New in New Prague, and uh, loaded up with a bunch of summer sausage and like crackers and cheese and stuff for the trip and for the hotel. Don't ever do that. Don't buy any meat products when you're traveling. It will stink up your car and your hotel room, even if it's fresh. And it stays cool, no matter what. Just don't do it. We did the not a good idea. We did the same thing, except we brought it from home. We brought like summer sausage, and we forgot to put it in a sealable bag in the cooler with ice. So by the time we got to where we wanted to go, and we're this is out going to Montana, we got to the hotel room, and <laughs> one the hotel room fridge is too small, so. Everything you brought, it, you can't put it in there. Sorry. Two, all the water penetrated into that summer sausage. Ooh. So it's just like we got, no. we took a roll of paper towels and we're like patting these things off because they're just, they're gross. gross. They're wet. So yeah, I, I don't recommend that. I, I second, uh, I second Caleb's proposal there. Taking, taking snacks though is a good way to save some money. We'll admit. It's also a good way to eat and drive. On road trips, too. Yeah. Or, like, on the on the airplane. Then you don't have to buy those breakfast sandwiches or whatever else they serve. Just get the yeah. those Bish, Bischoff cookie things and call oh, it a day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, well, so when my wife and I went to Florida this last winter, we stayed in the Keys, and everything is expensive in the Keys, food, food especially. Um, and what we did was uh, alcohol, obviously. Uh, we went to a local liquor store and saved a ton of money. We like packed our car with liquor, and we went to our like another grocery store and got a bunch of food there. So that's another way you can you can take advantage of uh, of saving some money. There's a couple yeah. couple different interesting ways to try to save money on traveling. One, just a uh, mode of transportation. One, like flying is more convenient, but Amtrak is an option. Driving is definitely an option. Oh, I guess I don't know how economical it is with uh, gas being four bucks a gallon. What's the price of jet fuel? Um, and then, yeah, just trying to find those ways of balancing out on eating out too, and in, in maybe packing salami on your plane ride so you can eat it in the hotel room later. Yeah. Two, or don't. Two things on the alcohol front. If you go to Canada, I know every. I think there's a limit you can bring in, but they always recommend to buy it before you go into Canada, because it's I taxes, think, taxes, and just mm-hmm. overall more expensive. And then two, I didn't read the full article, but I guess Costco has seen a large uptick in their membership, and it's 
tied to mainly people for their gas now. And it makes sense because now every time I go to a Costco, the line to get to the gas is like so long in the street. It's so long. What uh, like what discount do they usually? Sometimes it can be up to like I think besides weird times like the last couple months, you can almost get like thirty cents off a gallon. Like it's it's pretty pretty significant now. Uh, my wife went the other day. I think she said it was only like nine cents. Nine to, I mean, you could get like to some of those stations where there's gouging price, um, could be, you know, but nine to 20 cents maybe. Um, but it's still like a, you're getting a a pretty significant thing if you go there. I mean, you might be burning a gallon of gas waiting in line to get gas, but yeah. So in the town we're in currently, gas is 434 a gallon. That's nuts. At the Costco, that is. To the west of us, it is three ninety six, like thirty cents. Mm. How many gallons can a typical four door car hold? Like fourteen to eighteen. Is that worth it? You should use your phone for the calculator. No, I'm just saying. Is like in my mind, is that worth it to go through the troubles of going there? But if you think about doing that every single time you fill up, it's gonna accumulate over time yeah but how many times do you fill up like per month you're saving like twice. three bucks a time like twice twice a month at I, max mine I, mine's about a month once a month i probably fill up once every week to every other week if you if you fill up once a week you can save almost three dollars a time filling up at 25 cents at 16 gallons if you fill up once a week so times that by four that's 13 bucks and multiply that by 12 it's 150 bucks over the course of a year so you could definitely pay off your costco membership that way and then if you don't you have to justify the other 90 dollars that you're saving to see if that's worth it so it can but yeah but that's if you i mean if you go once a week like fill up from zero to full right yeah, right that's like zero, zero gallons. That'd be zero. That's zero yeah. into full, you know. But Which. for work, I had to look into this. The average person or the average gas fill up is 11 gallons. Oh, that's way less, less than what I just calculated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're using uh, interesting calculations. Which I think a small gas tank is 10, 12. Yeah, it probably sounds about right. But I'd probably say the average car is maybe 16 to 18 gallons. That's what I just said. Oh. <laughs> Jeremy, do you even pay attention to anybody? Well, no, I'm, just, I, I'm more saying that that means if 11 is the average and the average gas tank is 15 or 16 to 18 gallons, people are filling up quite before they're completely empty. So if you're filling up a lot. It could could work out in your favor. If you live close to one, it's not too far out of the way. It's like next door. But if you don't want to wait 25 minutes in line to get... Time is money, baby. You might save $60 or more a year. I don't know. I could see it obviously being more appetizing to like parents who have to drive their kids all around and are filling up more. But probably for us who aren't driving as frequently... 
you're still making a savings. But Or if you find a Costco on a road trip, as long as it's not too far out of the way. Yeah. But yeah, like I don't go out of my way to get gas at Costco. I've just had the luxury of pretty much every place I've worked, I've had to drive past one. So it Yeah, it's just like a regular gas station then yeah. at that point. And it's I just there. Yeah, and I shop there, so it's I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone, but birds aren't real. All right. So moving away from traveling, the water cooler wrap up. Caleb, since you're vested in in this one with your recent expertise what do you got well um something that i learned on my uh, travel experience to iceland was don't uh trust your airliner to communicate travel restrictions to you always um, instead verify via their uh via government websites like as an example my my airline told me that there was no travel restrictions to and from Iceland uh, due to COVID, which there definitely was. Oh, okay. Just, like I had to take a, a COVID test to get back, and I didn't know that. And good thing I found out like the day, like the last day possible, I could have taken one. That's weird since it's called Iceland Air. Should know about where they're going to and fro. Where'd you get the COVID test right. at? Uh, it was just like a local COVID test place. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even like a clinic or anything. They just like had. It seemed like they just had someone had open space in in a building, and they just converted it into like a COVID test center. Was it rapid? Um, depends on your definition of rapid. Like fifteen I, minutes. I f- nope. Um, I found out in about. Probably eight or nine hours. Okay. I'm getting that's not too bad. Yeah, that's pretty, actually pretty fast if it's not a rapid test. All right, Harley, what's your tip? What do you got? My uh, my tip is we don't necessarily have to travel uh, long distances. You can just travel to places nearby. I literally went. So we live in Minneapolis, and I this was two weekends ago, and I just drove downtown, parked, and walked around for a few hours, and it was saw a lot of stuff that I didn't I've never seen before, and there's so much that you know, we can see just in the cities that are, that we're near. And plus with Minneapolis and St. Paul, I mean, they're two different cities. So much to see. So they're twin cities. Heck yeah. So we don't have to drive or take an Amtrak or fly or anything. Maybe I guess we got to drive to downtown, but you know, you could take the light rail. They, yeah, yeah, but it's not, it's not in the town I live in yet. Yet. Yeah. They're, they postponed it. So those are called uh, staycations. Mm. So like Mm. what you did was kind of just, Spending it like a six-hour vacation. But if you decide to like spend a, you could do a weekend in Minneapolis and get a hotel, and you're really only like forty minutes away from home. But it's called staycation. I think it's pretty cool. I want to do one of those. Very popular in Iceland. Uh, inter- uh, if you, when you live in some place as beautiful as Iceland, I would stay anywhere yeah. in Iceland. You got something? Yeah, my tip, my tr- my travel tip wrap up. Of the week <laughs> is um, if you do travel somewhere outside of like a staycation, uh, I would recommend doing like a smaller kind of ties in the last week, support a smaller business or a local business. I think it's, I think that's very important. It's easy to kind of when you travel to get lost in like the big names just out of convenience, like when you're eating out or, you know, booking a, a hotel, um, which I'm not 
if I traveled to work, I would definitely do like say it like a, a Hilton or you know whatever Motel Six. But uh, if you can look at Airbnbs that are locally owned or eat at restaurants that are locally owned, it's important to do that when traveling to support the the local economy. Otherwise, if you support lo- like corporate businesses, your money goes wherever. So I think that's important, uh, especially in communities where you know tourism is a big feature. Otherwise, if you support Corporate businesses, you're just going to keep getting corporate businesses down there. So um, it's just better off for local communities just to, to buy local and, and support them. Mine has nothing to do with travel. I would recommend watching on Netflix, I believe it's it's David Letterman's like talk, not talk show, but like interview series. I think it's my next guest needs no interrupt, introduction. I think he's just a phenomenal interviewer. And he, like, he's well-educated, but he also, like, tries to dig further into things. And I just I just enjoy watching him. Like, he has Ryan Gosling. Uh, he had Billie Eilish, which I learned a shit ton about her and didn't know pretty much anything before. But, yeah. He's been doing interviews for his entire life, right? So he's got to be. I mean, he's got practice. He's practiced that. Yeah. Glad that he's doing something now, you know. He's interviewed. Everybody, man. Every night for or every weeknight for years. <laughs> every, everybody that is somebody. Okay. Wow, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it, those were like five minute windows. Like he got only five, five, ten minutes with each person. Now it's like an hour and a half. Obviously, mm-hmm. probably extending it isn't that harder of a skill, but yeah, I would definitely say he has his practice, but very interesting guy. All right, well, I think that will wrap it up for this week. So unenthusiastic. <laughs> Just got to add some energy in this, man. Come on, give it give it with some gusto. But give it all you got. Add some tonality with your voice. Got to go like, hi, and then... Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, that's going to wrap it up. <laughs> Just blew up everyone's car speakers or AirPods. Show me how it's done, Harley. See ya. Truth, I'm the truth. I could buy it, but it's just a rental. It's not a good investment. Being bad with your money is being good at flexing. They always chasing a bag. I guess they couldn't catch it. They trying to be like me, but it's not a good impression. I used to get on instrumentals just to get it out my mental. I was handing out my demos and they wouldn't check it. They told me I'd never make it, but now they get the message. That's important information, so I wouldn't text it. They want to get a reply. They want screenshots, but they won't get a response. Not even three dots. These sheep talk, no lying. They throwing cheap shots. I had to cut some people off. I had to detox. I keep talking in my head i got deep thoughts on the steps where me and navy did the beatbox been old school like reeboks with knee socks corbin know i fuck them up when the beat drops i'm coming back more level-headed